With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, hey guys. Hey, it's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to our show, Alex and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, and we get to see you here every Friday, where we teach you everything we know about beauty and skin, and sometimes we learn a thing or two from some guest experts that we invite to hang. Uh, today, we are the experts. We got a listener. Let uh, That's not the listener letter song. I got to do it. It's your listener let us. Ah. Oh, it's been a while since I've sang that, that song. Sounds- that sounds a little like Tinky Winky. Okay. Is that what that's inspired by? I've been singing by? the listener letter song for three years, and you've never once asked me anything about Tinky Winky. I don't even know who the fuck that is, so I'm kind of offended that you the, wouldn't um, just know that this was clearly made the up on the spot. On the spot, Shapiro, you were here when I made up the listener letter song. Yeah, but something about the tune you just did was a little different, and it sounded like Teletubbies. Oh, well, let me try it again one more time. It's your... Listener, let us. Tinky winky, <laughs> dipsy, la la. No, I'm too Who? old. I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm too old for Teletubbies, which is so funny that like sometimes we talk about shows and you and I are so off when you're like, ew, I was watching The Real World and I'm like, Teletubbies, girl. I wasn't watching it, but my brother and sister did. And that okay. song will haunt your dreams. Fair enough. Because you're the oldest and I'm one of the youngest. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's a little different, you know. That is exactly why. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for our listener letters. Yeah, guys. This is one of my favorite episodes that we do. I just sit back. Alex reads me your letters. Sometimes you guys just tell us things that have been going on with you, which I love. And sometimes we answer your questions. What do we have this time, Shapiro? So this letter, this is an email. It comes from Lauren, spelled L-O-R-I-N. Ooh. And the subject is beauty nerd. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was cute. Very cute. Dear Elizabeth and Alex, I have been listening to your podcast since early 2022, and I'm coming from the Murderino family. Listening to your expertise has given me a new respect for the esthetician field, skincare, and my views on beauty in general. I have become more aware of the importance of skincare to me after becoming a mother. I have two adorable girls, ages three and seven. Having kids, though, brought in new challenges, which has made me want to take more time for myself since I dedicate a lot of love and energy to my girls and my husband. I have made it a priority to be healthy and exercise regularly. However, at the age of 43, lotions and exercise sometimes are not enough. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, it's not going to lift my tits any higher. (laughs) In, In my late 30s, YouTube helped a bit concerning new products, and I even went to a dermatologist to get guidance. Kind of. I got a bottle of retinol, and that was it. Yeah, that sounds right. Fucking dermatologists. Just kidding. (laughs) Not all of them. Not all of them. (laughs) Listening to your podcast brought back my interest in wanting to understand more about effective skincare products and procedures. You refreshed my memory 
on the importance of exfoliating, and I make it a priority now to do this twice a week. You helped me understand the importance of vitamin C serums, which has been a game changer. And your beauty school episodes have just been amazing and so much fun to listen to. Ah. However, your episodes on brows, episodes 91 and 93, laser facials, episode 96 with Saime Demerovic of Glow Spa, and plastic surgery, episode 55 with Dr. Trina Ebersol, were just eye-opening and life-changing for me. These episodes made me realize the efforts I can do to age my body like a fine wine. Ah! Since May, I got a breast augmentation to help with the volume loss I experienced after breastfeeding my babies. Um, $8,000 in the Washington, D.C. area. I love that she quotes the money that she spent. Yes. Okay. Side note. We didn't read this. This letter just came in recently. Yeah. I realized that. It's similar to another one, though. Yeah. I love this letter. I love this letter. Me too. In June, I got my first Botox treatment to slow down everything. It was free with the new boobs. <laughs> will, co- will cost between five and seven hundred, so saving now. I thought that was great. I didn't catch and that free the first with time. your boob job. <laughs> that's smart marketing, dude. That is smart marketing. It's like, look, Truly. that's an add-on. It's like candy Truly. at the fucking supermarket. It works every time for me too. That's yep. hilarious. And tomorrow, I'll be getting my first hydrofacial and LED treatment, $300. I started using New Brow this week. Come through with the New Brow Queen. Sorry, I'm hyping you up, Shapiro. I'm I excited know. for her. She's so excited. Me too. Uh, thank you for what you do and don't change anything about you or your show. You helped me realize that I need to stop judging myself for what I want and instead that I deserve everything I want. Yeah, you do. Yes, Queen. Sorry for screaming. Yes. I haven't heard this letter in a long time. I love this listener. Me too. Lastly, I would love to hear about LED therapy, especially with all those at-home masks and eye masks I keep seeing on TikTok. Do they work as well as spa treatments or are they a good option to help maintain spa treatment results? Thanks, Lauren. Lauren. Can we clap for Lauren? Yes. Lauren, you are a true beauty baddie. A true beauty baddie. Lauren said, fuck it. I want what I want. I'm going to make it happen. I want what I want. I'm not ashamed of what I want. I'm going to make it happen. Fuck yeah. Let's go. And she, oh, I love, I love this letter so much. It makes me so happy. Sometimes letters come in and I screenshot them and send them to Alex because I know she's not great with email. (laughs) And this was one of them. I was like, read this letter right now. Read it. I love this so much because there's nothing better than looking at yourself and being like, damn, bitch. You fine. You look good. And you know what you do when you look good? You feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. And Lauren, you're fucking killing it out there, dude. I love it. I'm so proud of you for getting what you want, for being a woman who knows what she wants and doing it and taking care of herself and sharing your journey with us. Thank you so much. I love it. Um, Lauren, I'll tell you a little bit about LED therapy. So the energy output is stronger on the professional machines, which is why exactly what you said. It's a good idea to get the professional treatments. It's the same as like microcurrent. It's good to get the professional treatments and then you can maintain in between those treatments at home. Um, And even though it's not as strong, they'll still be effective. So Mm I really like um, Omnilux makes, I I can't remember how much it costs, but they make a great uh, red LED mask. I don't know the energy output. I don't know if they even list it, but all I know is that it is really effective. Um, Light Stim makes a great handheld for at home, 
But I think that's kind of annoying to have to hold it on different areas of your face. The mask just seems easier, even though I'm sure it's more money. But yeah, I would look at Omnilux. It's $400. They make a red one for aging and then a blue one for um, acne. If you were someone who was like, ooh, I'm worried about aging, but I still break out occasionally, I would still do the red one. Because the red one, red LED light helps increase collagen production and increase cell, cellular activity. It's also very like calming to the skin. So if you have um, like cystic acne that's inflamed, the red light will still help. And that's all I got to say about that. Nice. That was really great. I feel like that was a lot of information for all the beauty baddies out there to know about yes. LED lights. Red LED so I guess in, in particular. She, she was saying, do they work as well as spa treatments? Um, I would say no, but they're still effective. They're the kind of thing, like they're effective over time, whereas the professional ones, even just one session can make a big difference. Does that make sense? Of course. I hope it does. Yeah, I think that that's probably what most, well, what our listeners should know anyway, is that like whatever it is that you get at home is not going to be the same as a professional treatment because it's exactly what Alex said, it's not going to be the same energy output. And the reason for that really is because, you know, when you're doing a treatment, when we're doing treatments in studio, in uh, therapy, we're putting our license on the line. Do you know the idea is that like we're mm -hmm. professional enough that we can handle the device that, that we're using so the manufacturer can make it at a level that they know that the practitioner isn't going to harm the client. With that being said, the type of device that you're going to use at home, exactly the same for insurance purposes, the manufacturer is going to make to the extent that the user at home isn't going to hurt themselves. Yes. Okay, let's go to our next one. This is a throwback to an old ass episode. And it's a very simple question, but I thought it was a good question that other people maybe have mm -hmm. if they've listened to past episodes. Okay. Um, this comes from Cecilia. And Cecilia asked, hi, I just listened to the episode 36 where you mentioned using glycerin to lock in the moisture from your coffee scrub. Do you use it straight out of the bottle or do you mix it with another oil? Love your podcast. You ladies are awesome. So glycerin. I just like that it was like a... Like such a, really a throwback episode. to episode 36. <laughs> also, I was wondering, because we still get reviews coming in from mm -hmm. way from episodes like way back in the beginning. And I'm like, yeah. how do we let the people know? Don't start at the beginning. <laughs> start at maybe episode she, like 50 and move forward. She's like, wow, I can't even hear what they're saying. <laughs> but she, um, she did hear a little something about coffee scrub. Right, exactly. Somehow through all of that fucking clatter, she heard something about coffee scrub. Anyway, so... Uh, glycerin was the question, right? So glycerin, mm -hmm. you want gl glycerin one is a humectant, but it's also an occlusive. So you want to use that to lock in everything that you put in before it. So also, um, glycerin acts similarly to water in that it's going to separate. Like it's never going to mix completely with oil. You're always going to have to like shake it to mix it to blend it if you wanted to make some sort of like glycerin oil um mix or you'd have to use an emulsifier to help to mm -hmm. lock those two products together which an emulsifier is going to be an another ingredient that you put to mix oil and water but since you're just at home you're not going to have an emulsifier so yeah it's not going to mix so you want to use the glycerin uh last to lock in all the other products that you already put on your skin i love that yeah that makes sense 
Yeah. Um, okay, this is not a question, but it is uh, a little story that I loved. This comes from Erin on Instagram. Hey, beauty baddies. I'm listening to the Minerals and Clays episode right now and just heard you talking about how it can kill MRSA. When I was a kid, I had a staph infection of some sort on my arm, which we thought was a massive spider bite, and we were out running errands when I got really feverish. My mom and I were already on our way to an acupuncture appointment, so we showed it to the acupuncturist, who lanced it, drained it, and told us to put a poultice of clay on it. Of course, I can't remember the type of clay now, but it helped to draw out the remainder of the infection, and I got better without antibiotics. Wow. Hippie shit. Hippie shit. How fucking crazy is clay. that? Clay. We're obsessed with clays now. After our own clay episode, we're, I we're know clay stands. I want to know what kind of clay it is. Also, I feel like acupuncturists are so underrated. Totally. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, your acupuncturist knew how to do this. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. But of course they would because they know that, you know, about medicine and about Eastern medicine and stuff. Ancient medicines, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like acupuncturists, I guess, too, because they know how to treat the whole body. They are so just, I don't know, really knowledgeable and really in tune with everything. Mm-hmm. It's impressive to me. Like, that's crazy to me. And also, I love clays. I, I had, um not to change the subject, but I had a virtual consult with a client recently. And I love this because I didn't realize this until after the fact. Because, you know, we're always like, oh, you can, like, ask us any questions. You can book a virtual consultation and just chat with us. And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend just was like, you want to talk about these products so much and, like, everything that you learned. Do you want me to just book you a virtual consultation so you can just talk with these girls? And so she literally just booked a virtual consultation to just talk to me about skincare and all and she was just like yeah so I love the clay episodes the clays kind of changed my life now I'm looking at everything all differently I'm playing with bentonite clay I love this because those episodes specifically you and I were kind of looking at each other and we're like we think that this is really cool but does anybody else think that this shit is cool like are we the only clay stands people love it people love it those I love that clay episodes the big booties the really big cardi b big booties Remember the surface area, the absorption, the adsorption, the the sorption period. Yes, it was hippie shit and also fucking nerd shit. Yes, I loved it. I love this. Okay, I liked this question because I still don't even know how to answer it. Okay. But I feel like it's just like kind of will be fun to talk about. This message is from Kara on Instagram. Hey, beauty baddies. Can we talk about how product recommendations work? I go to an esthetician occasionally for facials. I don't have major skin concerns, but I like how my skin looks afterward. I always ask for product recommendations after a facial. I love enhancing or changing up my skincare routine. The place I go to is an Aveda salon spa, but they sell all kinds of products, including PCA. Regardless, my esthetician always recommends Aveda. I've even asked for PCA recommendations, but she said my skin might be too sensitive for PCA. What gives? PCA products are expensive, and I'm nervous about picking the wrong one on my own and being out the money if it doesn't work. You are not wrong, girl. You are not wrong about that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've purchased some of the Aveda products that she's recommended, and I think they work just fine, but they can also be pricey, and I can't help but wonder if there's something better out there. Is she just pushing Aveda because that's the salon brand? Or are there real concerns about PCA being too harsh? Thanks, ladies. Love the podcast. Also, I understand that you might not be able to say Aveda on the pod (laughs) if I've uncovered... If I've uncovered some kind of crazy pyramid scheme situation, so feel free to make up a different name if you read it. 
<laughs> um, I think it's totally fine. I don't know of Aveda being a pyramid scheme. This is so um, funny. If anyone's been in an Aveda pyramid scheme, <laughs> let us know. Um, what's your take on this? I think it's because it's an Aveda salon, and so there's they're told to push Aveda products. That's. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, yes. it's and it's any salon. Do you know? I think. I mean, any salon that's over, that's owned by a bigger company, and I know that Aveda isn't owned by PCA. <laughs> Right. So, you know. But that's so weird that they even have other lines then. It is. Is Aveda how I guess it depends on how it's set up corporately, like how the corporate and also, okay, yeah, that could be the other thing is if it's an Aveda salon, then they probably get like a, a bigger deal on the product. So they want you to Absolutely. sell that because it's like they get a bigger return on that investment. Absolutely. Also, I mean, listen. I think PCA can be used for any kind of skin. They even make a retinol for sensitive skin. It depends on the products that they're carrying also, right? That's true. Maybe they don't have the whole line. That's a good point. It depends on, yes, it depends on what they're carrying. So that's possible also. I love how suspicious she is. I do too. I think that that's all of our beauty baddies. I think that, that, that all of our beauty baddies come to us because they're smart enough to be suspicious. Yes. And to be like, what the fuck is going on out there? Yeah, because that's what we're always doing is we're always talking about, you know, all these different, you know, uh, gaslighting ways that like the beauty and skincare industries are trying, like the marketing at least is kind of trying to just like get your money. And so I think that most of our listeners are very smart. I want to find out more. I want to like, I want to talk to someone who works. I know someone who, well, I might not really count. She used to cut hair in an Aveda salon. But I want to be like, did you sell other products too? Like, what was the deal? I'm going to yeah. reach out to her. I haven't, I haven't talked to her in like five years. Do it. Find out. <laughs> I'm on an undercover deep investigation into Aveda and other salons like it. Can Hilarious. you please tell us? But I also want to say that maybe because I think of um, when I worked at a facial place that had like many different lines I felt most comfortable with only a few of them because it took me a really long time to obviously memorize information about every product from every line. Yeah. So I, especially the first like year I was there, I remember I chose like three lines and I kind of just studied all of their products. Um, so anytime I recommended to clients, it was from those lines. So it could also be that Fair. she might, you she know, might not be comfortable. Just, yeah. And I respect that. And I feel like you know, she could just be like, oh, yeah, you want to buy PCA? Sure, buy this $100 product. Right. Well, I mean, so. look, if she was not to be trusted, then she would have just sold you anything. Yes. And so fair enough. I agree with you, Alex. It's either that they make more money doing the Aveda or maybe she just honestly didn't know, which is more likely. It would be one thing if she was like esthetician slash manager. But if she's just an esthetician there, I highly doubt they're going to give her like significantly more commission because she's selling an Aveda product versus other things. It could be a big difference. If you're getting an Aveda product for $10 or PCA product for $30. But I mean for her personal commission. Right, but this, like it would still be different. Salon. But it would still be different. I mean, I would imagine that it would be tiered differently. Because she could, I mean, who knows? You're right. This is the way that I, that me, Liz Lemon, would probably set it up. But what the fuck do I know? Also, what I will say is that usually not always because I don't know I haven't worked at every salon chain but usually bigger companies are very much so goal oriented with retail products and it's possible that you know maybe that month or I don't know just in general they have a higher goal for selling their products the Aveda product that's true 
you know? Yeah. It could be that. And it doesn't mean that those products aren't good or don't work. It's a difficult setup. It's a difficult setup when it's like all commission, like when it's monetarily based and not. And it's your job and you have to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not to say that they're pushing shitty products on anyone, but it's, you know, like I've had clients who are like, oh, I've gone for a facial and the esthetician like tried to get me to buy like $300 worth of products. And I'm like, well, that's part of her job is to educate you and tell you what you should use. You're going to look at it from this kind of like, you know, like (laughs) she's being pushy and salesy but it's like well yeah you came in with skin issues she's gonna try to help you fix it you yeah. can't fix it in one facial <laughs> oh, well that's what people want is they want to be fixed in one facial unfortunately yeah so I I tried to explain that to a client recently and I was just like uh yeah she's also making money off of it but I can tell you I've never gotten rich off selling a few products to someone <laughs> so <laughs> a few so, I don't know. I just feel like they're helping you. You came in to get your skin looking good. And going in for a facial once a month or once a year or a few times a year isn't, like, the quick fix that you want it to be. Um, I'm not saying that directly to this listener. I know. I was going to say listener. way harsh. <laughs> so harsh. Jeez. This is way harsh, Ty. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that in general. More so to my client. <laughs> but anyway, Kara, I hope. Anywho. <laughs> that, like... <laughs> I hope that makes sense to you. Um, but I think that if you really want PCA products, um, you can book a virtual consult on the True Beauty website. Um, or you can really demand to this <laughs> I'm not leaving until you tell me what PCA products are good for my skin. Which ones are good for my skin? <laughs> Make a scene. You start like pushing over all the product display. <laughs> I want PCA now. <laughs> that might be the only way because it might be the only way. Like she's not going to budge. <laughs> like maybe she'll become better versed on PCA products if you make a scene. She'll be like, "Fuck, I'll go home and study." God one. damn! I guess you need to learn about the Sensi Skin Line. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm okay. making myself laugh. I feel like we've got time for one more, Shapiro. What do you think? That's perfect. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Um, okay, this is from Irva. Irva says, oh, this is funny. May 2022 listener letter. <laughs> Sorry, it's now August, um, but it takes look, a while to get look, to all of them. Come on. What are we going to do? Listen, I'm in my apartment sweating. <laughs> For you, Irva. <laughs> um, okay, so she says, girls help. What are some tips for protecting your skin for people that work manual labor jobs? I've had oily acneic skin my entire life since middle school. There's never been a day my skin hasn't had acne. 
It's gotten worse since I've started working at a steel shop with metal shavings and dust and dirt in the air, especially since it's just starting to heat up where I'm from. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm in this. I deserve to be a 10 while still pounding steel all day, you know? Fuck yes, yes you do. Yes, you yes, do. You are you a 10. To be a 10 while still pounding steel all day. I love this. I love that, too. Um, how can I protect my skin from dirt and clogged pores? Keeping my hands and feet soft and protect my hair from having to always wash metal dust out of it. Whew, that's Ooh, a lot. That's a lot. What do you think I am, a fairy godmother? We could do it, Shapiro. I know we could do it. We could do it for Irva. I love this letter. You or, do wait, there's more. Ten. Oh, okay, keep going. Also, I love the podcast. You guys do such essential work in empowering people to go out and find their own answers and knowing where to get started. I've been obsessed with skincare for a really long time, but I also grew up in the 2000s with the internet. Almost everything that I learned about skincare then was wrong <laughs> or presented with some kind of misinformation, and it was really disheartening. You guys have really inspired me to take care of myself and start my self-care journey, and I just want to let you know that what you do is really important. So sweet. Irva. We love you, Irva. Irva's just like, okay, cool, but tell me what okay, to do. Okay, a couple of different things. It's starting to heat up. Okay, so my first thought, of course, is a hat, right? Mm. I need to know, like, what kind of uniform you got to wear. You need to, like, a lot wear. of protection on this face. I know, and I think you need a lot of protection, even though it's starting to get hot. That's the thing that I'm thinking is, like, but I, I imagine some sort of, like, suit, some sort of spandex-tight suit that, like, will cover your head. Like a sexy hazmat suit? Yes. <laughs> like a sexy hazmat suit. But no, but I feel like if you had like one layer, like one, like onesie, like a, like a spandex almost onesie, right? And it was like covered mm-hmm. her hair and her body. It, even though it's going to get a little hot, that's the thing. But there's got to be something breathable. There's got to be some kind of, but it's still going to be a lot. I know. It's still going to be I a lot. Know. I feel like steel, I feel like I don't know a lot about steel. I feel like there's heat involved. And like melting it. And it sounds like it's very hot there. But you got to get the face covered. She has, she's got to have her, her face and hair covered, I think. Yeah, the hair. What could the hair be in? What about that hat that you said that, that um, Kyle has? <gasps> that protects the neck. Like it even covers the neck. Yeah. Ooh, he got it. He got it sent from Australia. I think it's called the Sam hat. I don't know. It says Sam on the back. So I'm always like, excuse me, Sam. <laughs> Sam. But do you think that could so be it? Is it tight? Yes, because he has to surf in it. So yeah. it's very fitted. That's what I'm I think picturing. it's adjustable on the inside. Yeah, this is what I'm picturing is some sort of fitted skull cap where like all of their hair can go in there. And so like day to day, you don't have to worry about like getting steel bits in there. It's like protected. Yes. Now, what about skin stuff? I think that for skin stuff, you need to have some sort of barrier on. Like either, okay, people, I would never. I imagine they wear a full face thing. Okay, Shapiro, I'm going to say something that you know I would never say to anybody else. But to you, I'm going to say this. You need some sort of balm or maybe even Vaseline. Yeah. Something to just have a layer between your skin and the atmosphere. Yeah, I Except summer. I worry about summer. And she said she's acneic. Right? I wonder if there needs to be like a midday cleansing situation. Like with, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did she say she's very oily? Yes. Oily acneic. This person might use the smoothing toner from PCA. I usually say that it's too much. But for her, it might 
be like if she were to do like Vaseline or something during like in the morning, right? Just like I'm imagining, girl, this is how I picture your job. If it's wrong, tell me. I imagine that you put a big uh, like iron man in the iron mask type of mask on over your face, right? A, a welder's yeah. helmet. I imagine that you put a welder's helmet on over your face. And then you're facing flames that are just coming at you and you're just pounding steel, girl, pounding steel. If this isn't your job, we got to think something else. But this is what I'm imagining. (laughs) We're taking this from the movies and like random commercials. Right. And so because of that, I feel like and the reason that I'm saying we got to put something to protect your face because acneic stuff, all those other things like smoothing toner, all that stuff is going to be really like drying. It's going to be like the reverse of the of the oil, right? Reverse of the oil. What am I saying? It's going to be oil controlling. (laughs) And so because it's going to be oil controlling, then you're going to have to be doing the tool because we're also going to be dealing with like forcing your skin to exfoliate. And so it's going to be drying out. And so I feel like we need to put the Vaseline on so we can hold on to whatever oil we can while you're going up against all of this like heat and shit. Right. Or Shapiro, tell me what you think. I'm also curious to know what their routine is right now. I know we need to know more, girl. I'm just imagining you like in the fucking iron ore mills from like the 1950s and you could be like bitch I'm literally sitting at a desk all day <laughs> we need to know more about like what your job is about what your routine is right now but we've got to get you oil we got to control your oil we've got to I think Shapiro might be right maybe even do like a midday cleanse situation yeah like something gentle Yes. But the fact that she's saying that it's it's gotten worse since she's had this job leads me to believe that all of the dirt, all of just everything she's doing at work is making things worse. It's the same as like, um, you know, I started started leaving uh, dental floss at work mm-hmm. because I know I need to be better about flossing. Mm-hmm. So now I floss midday when I never used to. Yeah. So kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I just feel like. And when I said Vaseline, I guess what I mean is like a primer. I'm just thinking of like something that like protects yeah, your skin right. from the outside world, from like all the other shit that's going on so that once we get good ingredients in your skin, you you don't have, or maybe even just like, I mean, I don't know, girl. I need to know also like, what is you, do you sit at a desk or are you like, do you have an iron welding shield? Like, I need to know what the actual she situation is. She's pounding steel all day. I know. It sounds very sexual, first of all, pounding steel. It really does. I'm like, is this like a sexual? I would love to be around like a bunch of dudes who are just pounding steel all day. <laughs> but I need to know more about like what your day to day job looks like. Because I think that all of us, like what we think that people do for a living. Your current skincare routine. Yes, and your current skincare routine. Like, everyone just thinks I'm, like, waxing pussy all day, and it's like, well, yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, so when you're waxing, doing a Brazilian, you see the butthole? And it's like, yes, it's exactly as you imagine it. Yeah, dude, I remember once my ex was, like, before I started doing this for a living, he was like, so what happens, like, you know, when you go and get that done? And I was like, well, first two girls come in, and then we each take turns going down on each other. And then when that's finished, then then comes out the hot wax. Like, what do you think happens, dude? It's the most like ridiculous thing of my life where like this old Asian lady comes in and puts hot wax in my pussy and rips off the strip. Like, that's what happens. (laughs) Like, it's it's just she's trying to get me out of there. It's literally exactly what you think it is. Yes. That's hilarious. Anyway, well, I liked this question a lot. I liked this question a lot too, and I want to answer it, but I need we need more answers. We need um Yeah, we need just like a little more info. So hopefully she'll get back to us. 
should we do a beauty baddie moment of the week? A beauty baddie moment of the week. Do um, you have one? Yes. Okay. So beauty baddie moment of the week is where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. These can be moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness, whatever. You can record us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week at 866-6-BADDIE. Okay, so mine actually, it is a very traditional way that I felt beautiful, but I don't care. Um, Mine too. Okay, good. So I, I have a photo shoot that I actually ended up having to reschedule, but we had a photo shoot scheduled and I went to book the girl who I love, like the way that she does my makeup and who is also known as a makeup artist. And when I went to book her, I realized... <laughs> the girl who does my, my makeup. Um... So when I went to book my makeup artist, I saw that for like a little bit more, she um, offers an educational class. So she'll teach you how to do your makeup. And so I kind of just thought like I've never done this before. And I really love like this is the only person who's ever done my makeup that I felt like she did a great job. Oh, thank you, doll. But like, she didn't make me look like a different version of myself. She made me look like yeah. myself, but just wearing makeup, you know? Yeah. Um, so I paid a little bit extra and I had my class with her and I just like loved it. I just felt like I'm kind of, I don't know, stepping into like the new, I don't know, new 2.0 future Elizabeth. Like adult makeup. Adult makeup, exactly. Because I realized, I was like, girl, you bought all this Pat McGrath, I like, guess because you wanted to support Pat McGrath, but like this is too, like you need to learn how to use this. You spent a lot of money on this makeup. And I feel like I did. I did my makeup today because I had this, a big girl meeting and I feel like so, like money well spent. Like, bitch, you bomb. And you look very adult. So shout out to Star. I love that. Star at Black Shrey Beauty. Um, in on Bergen Street if you live in Brooklyn go see Star she's the shit she's an incredible makeup artist she's also an incredible brow art- artist she's also an incredible permanent makeup artist she's also an incredible educator so she does it all she does it all if you are if you're anybody but specifically because she's a brown woman and I felt like very lucky to you know have a lesson from a a brown makeup artist who's like really at the top of her field. I found out about her because there's another makeup artist that I really, really love who does, you know, all the girls, all the girls, you know, your Issa Rae's, all the girls. And they yeah. work together often. And so I was just like, oh, okay, this is somebody who really knows what they're doing. Um, so she's excellent. And I highly recommend going to her. Love it. Um, What's yours? My, my beauty batting moment of the week. So... I'm a little disturbed, and I don't know if this is, like, a new thing, but I it turns out I have a lot of chin hair. <laughs> and, again, I don't know if it's something that popped up recently or, or I just wasn't paying attention to it. I've always had, like, one that I have to tweeze every month or so. But holy shit, I waxed my chin for the first time, and I have to say it's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the butthole. Much like the butthole, it doesn't hurt that much, and it's, like, life-changing. Um, it sucks that I'm at a point where I have to wax my chin, like I'm a fucking old lady, but... You know what? Worst place to felt, be. I felt like it changed my whole face. You know what a worst place to be is to to um, be somebody who needs to get their chin waxed who doesn't have the expertise to wax their own chin. That is true. At least worst I can place do it to for be. free. You know what I'm saying? 
worst place? I don't know. All I know is I think that it's something that happens. I thought it's something that would happen when I turned like 50, but turns out when you're 34, you can also start to get chin hairs. It's also like I've been waxing my mustache for 15 years, Mm -hmm. and now I have a beard. (laughs) (laughs) At least I don't have a soul patch. Some of my clients have soul patches. Oh, stop. That's so funny. Which I always feel like really bad about. That's really funny. And they know they have a soul patch. And a lot of them will refer it to, refer <laughs> to soul it patch. as a soul patch. Which, oh by the God. way, I wonder if anyone under the age of like 30 knows what that term is. Because I, was just I don't think say, soul patches have really existed. Well, I was going to say, if you date a man with a soul patch, fa- I was going to say, with a soul patch, I need to know about it. Because what do you think? Have you tried to get him to shave it off? Also, soul patch. I don't think that black men actually have that. Like, I don't think that's really like, a, you know what I mean? I think that's something that white like they're people they're not capable of growing that little area. No, I don't think that we would like grow that little area because it's not cute. I think that that's something that white men started growing to, and started saying, oh, it's my soul patch. As if like this, you know? I feel like white men are, in history have definitely gone for the more like grimy facial hair look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't ever recall seeing a black man with like facial hair that you're like, ugh. It's usually, like, well-maintained. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. You guys. You can DM or email us your listener letters mm-hmm. and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram. Ooh, at do that. True Beauty Broken Podcast or True Beauty Broken Podcast at gmail.com. You can um, follow us on Instagram on our personal accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm at Alex Lindley. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week to 866-6-BADDY. We may play it at the end of the show to help inspire the other baddies out there. If you live locally, you can make an appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com. Oh, or you can come see me at my new studio. Um, it's called Cheeky Skincare and Waxing. And um, for some reason, that website was taken. So it's just cheekybrooklyn.com. As Brooklyn spelled out? Spell it for yes. the people. Cheeky. C-H-E-E-K-Y. Brooklyn. Oh, first of all, <laughs> wait, wait. Brooklyn? I should specify Brooklyn is spelled B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N. I was on the phone with a customer service rep, I forget from what company recently, and she thought it was spelled with two N's at the end. And I was like, that's really cute. <laughs> She was from the Midwest, so she was like, I don't know, Brooklyn. Okay. But I thought that was funny. Love this. Um, And that's That's it. it. We'll see you guys next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, baddies. So, okay, I know that we already recorded this episode, but we got this letter in literally the day after we finished recording, and it was so great. And I know that I don't usually read these. This is really Shapiro's job, but um, I'm going to jump in and take the lead and read this letter from one of you baddies. Okay. And also she sent us two letters, which is why I was like, we need to include them both in this episode. Hey, ladies. Okay. I've been on an absolute bender listening to your podcast for the last month or so, and I'm in love. I've learned so much about so much, and I feel like skincare makes so much sense to me now. You've also really helped me in getting my acne under control, still in the middle of this, and I'm really grateful for having a more practical approach to taking care of my skin. I used to live on the commune hardcore for almost the last 10 years. I just turned 30, but had gotten really bad acne in my mid-20s and tried everything quote-unquote natural to fix it. Been there, girl. I'd finally gotten it somewhat under control, but this year it flared up again. 
After doing some research and then finding your podcast, I finally felt more comfortable using not <laughs> all natural treatments and decided to start working with an acne specialist at Face Reality to finally start getting this shit under control. A bitch uses acid now. <laughs> Also, now I'm like, once this acne is cleared up, I want a chemical peel bad and maybe the new face thing. LOL, who am I? I love your podcast. You're both totally my type of people. You are about that hippie shit, but also about that not hippie shit. And you make all of this very complicated skincare stuff feel more accessible and fun. I also love all of the amazing... Uh, guests you have who are also badass bitches and bring the same kind of accessibility to skincare that makes it so inviting. I am sold on everything you ladies do. Like literally, I bought some fur products, the Village 11 lotion. I got me a new salt scrub <laughs> down for it all. I also just feel more accepting of the skin I have and know how to better treat it. So I'm really grateful. Finding your podcast has been a true beauty baddie treat for me. Without being cheesy, thank you for all that you're putting out into the world and confirming for me that skin is not necessarily about vanity, but about care, and it's okay to have fun with it. Y'all are the best. And then, okay, Amanda, you're the goddamn greatest, but then she wrote back and said... <laughs> Okay, I feel like a little bit of a weirdo emailing back, but I was just listening to this new episode on feet and both my mom and brother have slash had bunions and got surgery and I think they honestly regret it. Oh my God, girl, thank you for writing in and telling me about this bunion surgery. Recovery is like six months and terrible. My brother had it so bad he was in a wheelchair for recovery and both of them still have foot pain, almost worse than before and still have limited options. No, limited options of shoes they can wear. Oh, I'm never getting the surgery. My mom never wore cute shoes, <laughs> but now it's like only giant tennis shoes. No, my brother has a metal rod in his foot. It was super not worth it. My boyfriend is a physical therapy assistant, and he suggests PT instead. It can help. I have a mini bunion, and I'm sure it will get worse. Definitely need wider shoes. Okay, bye. <laughs> Amanda, dude, you just dropped so many gems on me. Okay, I love the first um, letter that you wrote. This is very, very kind and very, very sweet, and you are such a baddie. But you know that, girl. You know you a baddie. That's why you're writing in to let us know that you a baddie. <laughs> but then also, oh, my God, what about this bunion stuff? Dude, first of all, if I have to go to an 11 and a half, I will go to an 11 and a half. It's fine. If they make shoes that size, and I feel like they must be now that we're off the binary, off, now that we're off the gender binary, Stewie Wiseman and Jimmy Choo, they're going to start extending their line, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for the 11 and a half shoes if it means that that's what I have to do so that um, I can keep wearing cute shoes and not have to get bunions. No, I do have bunions, not have to get the bunion surgery. A metal rod girl? Amanda, thank you so much. Thank you so much for writing and telling me about this terrible surgery that I'm never going to get. Especially, like, if you live in New York, you probably see all those, like, surgery signs, bunion surgery signs on the fucking subway next next to Dr. Zismore. <laughs> Look, if you know, you know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Baddies. This is the best. This really just made my day. This made Alex's day, too, even though she's not here reading this with me right now. She loves this um, email. We love all of y'all. You guys are the goddamn greatest around. We love you, baddies. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye. This has been a COCBK production produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.